Welcome into Between the Pilots. I'm John Camacho. And this is Jacob Waters. And we have a great episode for you guys today. Um, it's really nice, you know, when the NFL does us a favor and just says, hey, you don't have to really plan anything this week. Yeah, we're writing uh, the script for yeah, you. We are going to write the script for you. Absolutely right, man. Uh, so much to get to. Huge, huge injuries that, that we got to talk about. Huge trades. Uh, just a little bit of drama. A lot of wide receiver issues going on across the NFL, it seems like. Uh, we're we're going to get to all of it. We're going to talk about some BovadaSportsbook.com odds after the trade deadline, after these serious injuries to Derrick Henry and Jameis Winston that certainly uh, affected the odds big time. Uh, we'll get to all of that. Where, where do we start, man? I'm going to let you. We, we have no, like, one through five. We just have a bunch of topics that we have to talk about. So I'm going to let you start it off wherever you want to go would- with it. I would say we could kind of flow it through the wide receivers, I guess. All right, you know, that's a good way to do it. Hey, let's talk um, let, Let's talk OBJ drama yeah. first. Let's go OBJ here. I'll let you kick it off with what's going on in Cleveland with OBJ. So Odell Beckham is off to a very, very slow start this season. This is a healthy season for him at Cleveland. And a lot of people were expecting him to be moved uh, come trade deadline. And it kind of started with – now, this has been an ongoing thing since he kind of landed in Cleveland just because I guess the name and superstar status that Odell carries with himself. But his dad put out a video, a compilation of Odell being open on certain plays and Baker not even looking his way, Baker just not even giving him the time of day. And right now, Odell has a little over 200 yards through eight weeks. And I know, like you said, you know he's hurt, hasn't been out there all the time. It's kind of been a rocky start from top to bottom. But – it's you got to answer it. It's why did the Browns not trade him? And if they are not trading him, why are they not utilizing Odell Beckham that o- for what Odell Beckham should be? Because he is more than just the likeness of that catch that happened so many years ago. I truly believe that Odell Beckham is a top ten wide receiver in the league. And if you look at talent, just what's inside of him and what he can do out on a field, it's top five. Yeah, he has that ability. The stuff that you see him do pregame, just. He's out there just to play backyard football, and he can just snag on people. His uh, his like yards after the catch, his ability to make the jukes, make the guys miss. He's electric, and we just don't get to see that. It's unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, like you nailed it. Look, coming out of college in 2014, he has been great uh, from the jump, man. I mean, 91 receptions for 1,300 yards to start his career. You mentioned he's not just one catch. That is an absolute fact. Uh, but you I feel know, like his haters try to put him off as just the yeah. Catch, but you know? I mean, the, his first three seasons were were on pace. At least you know, first three seasons of the year, he, they were on pace to break Jerry Rice's record. Now, and that's what people were saying was, that, yeah, he's watch not out for do this that guy now. because of how young he was. Yeah, if he were to do this for 15. years, years like he could it's over it, now it's fallen off obviously he's 28 years old now uh the stint with the uh, browns does not seem like it's going to work out obviously you know look injuries are, are a serious thing there i mean he's had multiple injury ridden seasons I, even this year where like i'm not going to give him the excuse of being hurt he, he doesn't deserve that i don't think but he certainly has had some like he's missed some games because of i don't some think this year is his fault though Statistically, I, 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 you know, I don't know. I, I certainly don't think it's his fault. I, I certainly think he does need maybe a different place. I think the Stefanski, you know, scheme doesn't really doesn't really you know lend itself to a number one centerpiece type wide receiver that OBJ is and kind of wants to be because that's what I do think he can be. I think he can be the centerpiece of an offense. And I think you know in this the, in this game, the way the Browns really fix the uh, the issue with OBJ is make him the centerpiece of this offense. Make 
make him the first read in every single situation, right? Make him the first read, make him the decoy. If it's not going to him, he's the decoy of the play. Make him the the star, and that's not what he's been schematically, all right? And I'm not going to sit here and pretend to have gone in deep dive or anything on the Browns, uh, you know, their their film or anything like that. But you can tell that, like, he's not always, he's not the first read every time. He's not the second read every time. And, and he's just too good of a talent, like you said. I absolutely agree, to not be. And I think that's that's really where you start. And you're paying him too much money well, to that's not the, be. That's the other part where if they're not utilizing him like Odell Beckham should be, then get rid of him. Yeah. Get and, some and, assets while you can. Why they, are you uh, sitting here letting his prime be wasted? I, I absolutely agree. What was the OBJ trade? What? How much did they give up for him? Because they give up, I feel like, an arm and a leg, right? I mean, oh, I can't it was a remember exactly huge what trade. It, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Uh uh, trade. Well, right now you're only going to find. Uh, yeah, okay. Stuff. I'll look it up. Yeah, you talk for a second. On, I'll get it. I, I'm trying to think what it was off the top of my head. Um, it was Jabril Peppers, and he was uh, definitely and a part high of it. Pick. Uh, trade OBJ on March 13th, 2019 to the Browns. Uh, odd, uh, bold move for the Giants. Uh, oh, it was after he signed the five-year, ninety-five million dollar contract. That doesn't actually tell me what the trade was for. Uh, first round pick. No, we'll keep going. Uh, we got a 2019 first round pick, 2019 third round pick, and a safety Jabril Peppers to yeah. the Giants uh, for OBJ. Uh, Giants selected Dexter Next Lawrence and Osaya. So I don't know who that is <laughs> with those picks. So uh, kind of a little bit of a one sided trade. I mean, Dexter Lawrence has been played well, so so I guess that's fair. Um, the whole point was that they had to get rid of Odell just for where the drama had been going. It, with the him drama, being as as the drama followed him. I, that's at, the thing that, point, I feel like I it mean, died down though. Jarvis was did a really good job of kind of keeping him, I guess, under wraps and as the good teammate kind of vibes because that was the thing that people were saying about Odell was he's not a good teammate. I think it died down because the Browns started to overachieve, right? They were they were overachieving what everyone expected. I and guess this no one really cares if you're as long as you're winning. Yeah, I mean, nobody... I, I, I genuinely wonder, and also he was hurt. Like, their best year, the Browns' best year last year, he got hurt. So yeah, you can't be a diva when you're hurt. And now Baker they come into the season before he got hurt. Yeah, too. and now they come into this season and he's, you know, he's not being utilized or he's not getting the stats that he obviously wants whatever the issue is there that's that's teach their own we can all speculate on that all day the browns are underachieving on the uh, record board i mean what they're four and four now yes sir. And, the, and obviously baker's been hurt been banged up. there's been yeah there's been some issues there i can certainly make a lot of excuses and tell you that they're still a really good football team but they are underachieving to what we expected and it, it that's kind of now we're kind of hearing the chirping again. And, hey, the Giants were not good when they traded OBJ. Maybe we're, you know, I, I'm wondering if there is a connection there. I'm I not saying think, there is I just think isn't. they need I'm to do their due diligence and go ahead and let Odell go. So, it, I so think at the end be, of the year, you're saying I trade him it, for a first? I don't think Odell would be worth a first anymore. I, I don't either. 28? Yeah. I don't, you, I don't think he's worth a first. I, I know the talent that he is capable yeah. of. That is worth a first alone. But I, if I'm the team trying to go get him right now, no. Yeah. I wouldn't. You're, now, I can also look at the Patriots giving him, up a second-round pick for Mohamed Sanu and say based on yeah. that value, because that, that was, was the ones that I, I the think Patriots that was a unique thing. For him, yeah, you know? I think that was a unique thing that, like, you're not going to see that every day. I look at OBJ. When you traded for him, he was, what, 25 and had one serious injury. Other than that, he had had over 1,000 yards in every single game. And you were expecting him career. to be the face You expected him to be that had. guy. Now you're trading for a guy – a little bit older, obviously. Still, I, w- I would say in his prime, twenty eight is not a, you know a career ender for no, a wide receiver by any means. Uh, but you know, certainly has a he couple has more miles on it. Years, I would say. But really hasn't been the guy since he's been in the Giants. He's had one thousand yard season since he was traded to the Browns, and that was a thousand thirty five. So it's not yeah. not enough. You know, I, I you're he right. I don't think he's worth. The, I, I don't think he the, he is worth what the Browns would want for him. 
I guess I guess that might be what's holding them back. It's just it's just sad to see talent sit there and for what how good Odell is. It's the the role that the Browns are giving him is the same thing that Donovan Peoples Jones can do, Rashard Higgins can do. You know, they have certain names. I'm not saying talent wise, but I'm saying what they are asking Odell to do is not much. Let's go into the future just for a second. And if I give you like, what would your odds on favor, uh, your Bravada odds on favor, be to land the uh, land OBJ? Next year, the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay. Okay, see, that's a great one. That is the that, one that scares me. Is the that Green Bay Packers? Is that if they keep, uh, if they keep, uh, you know, Rodgers? Yeah, or and, and there's, or well, there's a world in my head where, when I look at it uh, from the Packers' perspective, especially, is how can I keep my Hall of Fame top five great quarterback happy? It would be to go get a talent like that, you know, to pair him yeah. alongside Devontae Adams. Um, it's the moves that they, you know, it's a different story, different subject, but the Packers' inability to keep him happy yeah. is one of the problems. It's a red flag where it's like, wait, why are y'all not trying to go do this? Why would you not send a second-round pick to the Cleveland Browns? Because the Packers are a very good team, so that's a late second-round pick at that. That's worth yeah. that. That's all you can I ask. Think, you I think some. the Browns, it, it, so let me ask you this. If you're, the, if you're the Packers, do you send a first? Because I think the Browns wanted a first. Probably not. Man, I would probably. I would. Do I know what Baker's worth? Yes, I, I I'm think. Just, I think we've oh, seen, I'm looking. I'm putting my Packers management. Well, on, I'm, we're going to we're going to talk about some trade. On. Sorry, I was talking over no, you there. I'll, uh, I'll let you go, and then I'll talk. No, I'm saying that I don't think the Packers would do it. I don't think they're smart enough to be able to make those moves because they would have made those moves in the past. Yeah, I get that. I, I'm saying I'm saying more like obviously we've seen what like. Every team values picks differently. Like, we know the Rams don't really <laughs> value picks very highly. We'll get to that in a minute. But, like, I look at, like, what the Packers are going to be. They're obviously, you know, the pick is going to be somewhere between 25 and 32. And it's like, I don't care who it is. I think whoever you're getting there is not as good as, as OBJ. I don't, you know, I I don't even think it's close. That, yeah. so, so, I mean, where, wherever you're at with that, that's kind of where I land there. Um, let's move on to some other receivers. So we want to talk receivers. Uh, a little bit sadder news uh, with uh, – We'll go Rugs and then Calvin. Yeah, uh, Rugs here obviously gets the DUI. Uh, I don't know the exact word in the DUI with uh, murder, vehicular homicide. homicide. Uh, obviously impaired behind the wheel, un- unfortunately killed somebody in the Greater Las uh, Vegas area. I don't know exactly where it was. They said um, it was a few miles from the strip. So really, he was, was right near the. That's the main so part unfortunate, of Vegas. man. Uh, obviously, let's uh, from a human perspective, uh, incredibly, incredibly unfortunate. And the heart goes out to uh, the family of the victim and and, and all of those things. Uh, we try and tend more towards the football perspective, and God, the Raiders can't catch a break. No, they really <laughs> I mean, can't. Their name has been in the headlines for all the wrong reasons, whether it be their head coach saying some insensitive slurs to now what would be their star wide receiver pick, uh, who's going to be sidelined for some time, who knows how long is facing jail time. So there's a lot of different things that are going to have to unfold out of this, and it's it's just really bad because it was a it was a surprising move whenever they chose Rugs at 11 over CD and Judy too, but that's that's kind of how it shaped up. Yeah, what? Well, how bad does that move? <laughs> I mean that that move looked bad no matter what, but how bad does that move look now? Now. Man? Holy shit. I mean, and listen, this can Off still be... Off the field stuff is so... Yeah, you could never really control that. And yeah. that's not like... That's not something... I I don't think that's something you could have seen coming. Especially no. assuming there, this isn't like a constant issue. This isn't like a Justin Blackman thing where like, you know, he had had those issues for years. Um, but I, I look at this and be like, man... 
it does feel like, I mean, he's 22 years old. He could obviously come back from this. He's not going to play the rest of the year. I would be shocked. I'd be shocked if he plays in 2022. You know, for his career, who knows where he ends up and who knows what his second chance looks like. He'll get one probably. Of course. But uh, I have always believed in everyone getting a second chance. It's hard to say that a day after something like this happens, though. Exactly. It certainly is. Uh, I will say from the other side of the football perspective, Ruggs was a little bit underperforming for that 11th pick in the draft type of status to be picked ahead of a Jerry Judy who has been injured most of the season but still playing really well with the uh, with the Broncos and obviously C.D. Lamb killing it with the Cowboys. Superstar. You know, he, he was playing well. I mean, you know, I think he was improving over his rookie season, but I don't think he's, like, the face of that offense by any means. He's not, like, this loss is not going to, like, completely derail the Raiders on what they can be this year. I'll put it that way. I would say I would say a silver lining, I guess that's the way to look at it, yeah. is that, yeah, it is a next man up mentality with the Raiders, especially when you have a guy like Hunter Renfro, mm-hmm. who's one of Derek Carr's favorite targets, or most reliable target, that is. Yeah. Brian Edwards has done a really good job. You know, they have a lot of different names who can step up there, and I guess it's to discredit Henry Ruggs in saying that he wasn't able to take that role and keep it as his as the number one superstar there, but I guess it can be a good thing now to think that you aren't that reliant upon his services yeah. to know that it'll be okay, I guess. Yeah, and the speed is another aspect. Like, But you can find a fast guy, I'm pretty sure. Go you to know. Deshaun. Go to Deshaun, yeah. You Deshaun mentioned Jackson that before just the, got cut. Yeah, you mentioned that before the video. That's yeah. Yeah, a great point. Deshaun Jackson, I mean, go get some speed. He's not what he was, but, I mean, he's still fast. Speed, speed, though. Exactly. And, yeah. uh, lastly, we got to talk about Calvin Ridley. Uh, he is stepping away from the game for personal reasons. And before we talk about, you know, the, the football aspect of the, all this, I, I got to just be selfish for a second. Yeah. You were on my fantasy team, and I'm just, I'm sad. I am. Like, why did you have to leave? This sucks for me. Uh, I am personally affected by this. Yeah. Uh, I personally think that you should have stayed and played football because it would have helped my fantasy team, and I could have won, and I'm very upset. Um, I agree with you. Yeah. I also wish I could tell Derrick Henry I would cut my foot off and give it to him for the sake of my fantasy team, too. So, Calvin, how dare you? We need uh, you. Listen, obviously, I say that in jest. Uh, I, I hope nothing but the best for the player. Obviously, whatever issues he's going uh, going through, um, you know, I don't pretend to get into that or know anything about that. But hopefully he gets right and, uh, you know, he can come back better and stronger next year or however long this takes him to get through. Yeah. Uh, again, you know, we can it's, talk it's about it's hard to speculate is, on yeah. what was the. We reason. don't know what's going on uh, because well, no, because this was a huge season for Calvin, mm-hmm. and saying that this was him stepping into the shadow that's Julio Jones and the shadow that Julio had to step into that was a Roddy White that's kind of just been this passing of the torch of elite legend. And, you know, Julio, of course, was a lot more of a legend than Roddy White. But Roddy White was very, very respectable. Oh, of course, whenever yeah. it was his time. Very, very good player. Exactly. I think people forget about that name, honestly. Yeah. Go back and look him up. Roddy White, damn good baller. Uh, but Calvin Ridley, I don't know what it was. Maybe the pressure. Something was off. Something has been off with him. Yeah. Uh, and you could see that a lack of product on the field. Um, I kind of have a different little twist for you, though. Like, what do you think about, like, a Bavada odds with Rookie of the Year and Kyle Pitts now? Because... There's not a lot of quarterbacks balling. There's really not. I would say quarterback class as a whole has kind of have their weeks, but they're struggling. Maybe Mac, just because of the Patriots' yeah. success. But listen, Kyle Pitts is the only rookie tight end to do 100 yards back-to-back since 1970. Yeah. Is there a chance? It wouldn't absolutely shock me. I think I, I think before Pitts, it would have to be Jamar Chase. I, I think you're... You know, yes. you would need something to happen to Jamar Chase for him to slow down. I don't want that either. Yeah, well, yeah, knock on wood. I'm of not. Course, I'm not yeah. suggesting that. I'm just Jamar saying. Jamar Chase has whatever the odds are. There is absolutely insane. Yeah, absolutely. I just in, but in now, terms of Kyle odds, Kyle Pitts is the true number one 
on that team. Yeah. That, because there's just a lack of weapons overall. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I think it's it also, you know, it is unfortunate for a, a Matt Ryan, who's on the tail end of his career. You know, people don't realize this. You know, the, the Falcons are not in a great spot. Ever since they tried to push for another Super Bowl after losing the 28-3 to uh, Super Bowl game, they, they pretty much went all in with the players that they had, and they backloaded a bunch of, co- of, yeah. uh, of it, it his the money. money. The player that is going to be paid the most of any player in the NFL over the next two years is Matt Ryan. And that's because of those backloaded contracts. It, man. That is that is a GM who went all in and lost, obviously. And now the this new organization is having to pick up the pieces. This is going to be a little bit of a slower rebuild, I think, for than uh, fans are probably hoping for. Well, they haven't hit the ground yet. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And the offense can still be good. Uh, you know, Calvin Ridley could come back next year. At the end of the day, like this is probably a lost season for the Falcons anyway. Whatever you know, win games or like stats or whatever that Calvin could have put up this year, they weren't going to go to a Super Bowl. They weren't going to win a lot of games. You know, they, they weren't getting to the playoffs, really. So, you know, I, I think if he can get whatever is going on in his life right and he can uh, be ready for football next year, you know, that could be to the benefit of, of the Falcons nation and, the, and the, this team as a whole because, you know, that's less mileage on the on the tank as long as he's not, you know, taking taking time off to go eat Oreos, which I don't assume he is. Yeah, um, he'll, he'll stay know, in football he'll shape and he'll be ready to go, and that's what you want. You want the best version of the best player on the field. Absolutely. And we had all recognized that something was off. We yeah. didn't know what it was, and, and football is not. The first thing in the world, so so no, you know you not. have to do whatever it is. He's, hopefully he's he gets money. right. He's exactly. doing good. Get right. Get back out there, and the team will be Absolutely. ready for you. Absolutely, and and to everybody complaining uh, on social media and all that about your fantasy team. I get it. I, I do because I, I really was was I was kidding obviously earlier, but yeah, I do I mean, have him on my fantasy team. You know, but come on, don't don't make this a selfish thing about you. This is about a person at the end of the day. His life, do it. exactly. Yeah, let's let's take away and, and stop acting like they're video game characters for a yeah. little bit here. Uh, moving on, uh, we touched on all the wide receivers, right? We're yeah, good? We, we got wide oh, receiver drama. Out good, of the hell yeah! All right, now where are we, we going next? Some better news that is injuries. Injuries. Okay, yeah, let's talk injuries. I love injuries. Um, <laughs> listen, we we already kind of uh, touched on a little bit. Uh, the two big ones we have to talk about, Jameis Winston, Derrick Henry. Uh, I'll touch on Derrick Henry first, I suppose. That's yeah, why we're in this jersey. I, yeah, it's Adrian Peterson. It's all day, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a diehard Vikings fan, for those of you who don't know, and I fell in love with Adrian Peterson since he was at Oklahoma, and when that match made in heaven lined up with the Vikings, mm-hmm. it was just, it was awesome for me. So yeah. fell in love with it, diehard AP fan, and now I'm going to say all of the good things about him just to kind of taper it back and say I know all of you fantasy managers are ready to just unload your fab budget and completely dump it all on Adrian Peterson. And I'm going to tell you why you shouldn't do that. Yes, AP is going to step into this role, but I'm sorry. As much of an AP fan as I am, we have to acknowledge the fact that he was a free agent for this long. And there has been a lot of teams looking at running backs. Saquon mm-hmm. got hurt. You're telling me the Giants didn't do their due diligence and look at Adrian Peterson? The Ravens. The Ravens were calling name after name after name. For whatever the case may be, I don't know what it was. Adrian Peters maybe was just sitting back to the sidelines thinking that's not a good fit. They Maybe they saw the same thing, whatever the case may be. AP was a free agent for this exact reason. So Titans fans, you have to... Because we live in the area, so I see it on Facebook all the time. They're like, oh my goodness, AP's in town. This is going to be awesome. There's a chance. I hope. I hope for the fan. I hope for Adrian Peterson just to see that you know revitalization of his career because I want that for him. But... The odds are stacked so far against him. And one of the other things is that it's opportunity. People are forgetting about a guy named Jeremy McNichols, who that's who I think you should go drop some fab on. That's the guy who I think has been in this offense who is getting acclimated to this team once again because it's very hard for a guy to just step in off the streets and say, okay, now you're going to be Derrick Henry. Can you imagine how hard that is? (laughs) 
Adrian Peterson is not worth any of your fab budget, in my personal opinion. Uh, I think he's worth some of he's it. He's 36 years old, man. I, I'm I'm out on it. I listen. I love AP. It's like, okay every, to be out on it. Yeah. Everything you said, I, I completely agree with. the The Washington Washingtons cut him after training camp. Cut him. Didn't think he was worth the fourth string running back job. He, and there's a reason. Yeah. He, he, you know, fizzled out with the Lions. He's been all over the NFL, and I know how much he loves the game. He clearly, clearly does not want to give it up, does not think he is done. And, and I get that. I get that. He is. I'm sorry. And, and granted, I do think this is the perfect spot for him. This is the scheme that can fit him better than anybody. If there is a chance for it to this hit, is it. this is it. This because is it. I don't one think Washington cut, did him good with that. One cut running. Yeah, yeah he was. He didn't fit. He never fit anything that these Washington running backs do. Uh, other than just the simple gap scheme that, you know, like the simple stuff. And I don't think but, Detroit was good enough to, to yeah, support him. Yeah, exactly. So so there's a chance. And I don't want to completely shit on him. There is a chance. I'm not saying don't, don't give him a look if you can go get him. But he's not worth a whole lot of your fab. I, I think this is, we'll see what happens with the Nichols. I, I think at the end of the day, this run game is going to look very, very different. I think Ryan Tannehill is going to start to look very, very different. I think this entire team as a whole uh, is going to look very, very different. This uh, uh, he was the team. I'm Derek glad you, I'm glad you mentioned the Tannehill then. So because you, Dolphins fan, you know you've always been oh, with Tannehill. Been a fan of his, yeah. How far do the Titans fall? They are sitting at six and two. They are currently tied for the first overall spot in the AFC right now, uh, alongside the Buffalo Bills. How far do they fall? Do they fall? You know, if what's I w- the difference? What do you do? If I was going to put the Bavada odds on like where they end up, they're still going to win their division. So I, I would still think they yeah. should be favored there. Obviously, I, I think they're going to. You know, I don't think they're in any kind of contention to win up win the number one spot anymore. Derrick Henry's out six to ten. Six to ten. Yeah. He so Derrick Henry can come back for the playoffs. There's actually. a chance. And, and I would I would assume like if they're fantasy owners that own Derrick Henry, you can have the the hope that maybe he comes back for your final game. I would assume that, like, by the end of the year, there's a chance. Listen, Houston and Jacksonville are going to be nowhere near it. The Colts lose a couple games down the road, and the Titans can, like, stay above water. They could get to the last couple games of the season and not need him. And if they don't need him, they are not going to play. They can realistically go, I don't want to say it like this because of how bad it is, but they can can go, like, a one-for-three kind of approach to every single game from here on out. And as long as they take care of their division, they they win it and they're in that that part is because they still get to catch the Jags again and the Texans twice. We looked at it last week. Last week, I remember, and we were like, yeah. "Man, they have a lot of winnable games." We were talking about them as a team that could get to the number one spot if they could get past some win games. Yeah, they're not going to beat the Rams this week. We'd be very, very surprised if they do. They're going to struggle against the Saints, but the Saints just lost their their quarterback. We're going to talk about them in a minute. I'm just going through their schedule. They can still beat the Texans. They can still beat the Jaguars. Uh, they, I think, they play the Texans twice. They get the Jaguars one more time. They uh, can beat the 49ers. They can beat your Dolphins. Yeah, they can, oh, absolutely. They have a game against the Steelers. 49ers, Steelers. Yeah, so it's a, it's a winnable enough schedule. Honestly, you've played your toughest opponents. You've already beaten the Bills and the Chiefs. You you're Swept the Colts. Swept the Colts already. We talked already. about stereotypical Titans teams that do not do that. Yeah. They did that. They Their only mess up, and I know they're regretting it, but losing to the Jets in overtime was a huge, huge uh, misstep because they're going to be wanting that game back, and they're going to be yeah, needing will. that dub at the end of the season. But, yeah, I don't care. Any way we look at it, there's a good chance that they go into uh, the Dolphins and Titans at the end of the year, or the Dolphins and Texans last two games of the season, and thinking we need to win one of those to guarantee 
our spot in the division. And if if Derrick Henry is back and like could play January second to play the Dolphins in at home, they probably won't play him because the Dolphins are what one and seven right now. They're I think a better than one and seven team, but at the yes. end of the day, that's what they are. And they might be looking at the Dolphins as a team. You know, we're gonna we're gonna railroad them regardless of, of mm-hmm. who's a, at the running back position. Um, very rarely do I look at a team losing a running back and and see how big of a loss it can be. That is very what rarely. Does, yeah, very rarely does it affect the wins loss column. This one does. Derrick Henry was this team. And I, I think it speaks to how good he was. It speaks to the Hall of Fame level career that he's been putting up so far. I hope he's able to come back for the sake of the Titans, and I, I want to see it. You know, I'm kind of selfish. I would love to go to a home <laughs> Titans playoff game yeah. and get to see the environment like that. It would be the life was taken out of the Titans when they lost a guy like Derrick Henry. Yeah. I'm hoping that they can just stay, like you said, stay above water is the best way to put it. There's going to so, be times where it doesn't look pretty. You got it. You got to just. So you say it. all that, and I just, you know, I, I hate to turn into, you know, some uh, journalism here, here, but I just want to know why you did this, Tim. I, you know, for those oh. of you who don't know, for those of you who don't know, uh, Jacob is uh, statistically has the worst luck in fantasy football of, of all time. Uh, in our main league, our, our keeper league, you decided, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna trade a pick for Derrick Henry. I'm gonna go out and trade for Derrick Henry. And what happens when Jacob makes trades? If I touch you, you die. If you touch them, you die. It's bad. Why I, did you ruin Derrick Henry? It's, it's been like this for a long time. Giants fan Saquon, I'm sorry. I feel solely responsible as to what has happened to Saquon for so many years, and I finally let go of him. It was time. I said, I've hurt you enough. This is bad for both of us. It's not you. It's me. I did this to Derrick Henry. You can be mad at me. I'm mad listen, at myself. Listen, you you traded for you tra- traded for Brandon Ayuk at the beginning of the year. Brandon Ayuk decides to take a huge step back. You traded you. Yeah, exactly. I hate you. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is about your trades, but you got to stop trading for star players, especially players that mean so much to their team. I like got Derek Odell. Henry. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I started the Odell thing. I love Odell. I've always been attached to him at the hip. I have a very, very Cortland Sutton. Why I have you? an eye for being like, you look healthy, or you're about to not be. I don't know what it is. I have a good eye for, for that. So, Derek Henry, uh, I'm going to keep you on my IR spot. And please, if you could just kick good for the playoffs, I'll be there. Take care of me. Please. Thank Why, you. He has nothing to pro- uh, owe you. You did this to him. I also drafted Clyde, then traded him, then he got hurt. So yeah. <laughs> I dodged that one. Oh, I recognized the problem. I said, I will, I will hold you and then get rid of you. Oh uh, man, I'm just obviously joking around. Talk now. about the Jameis injury. <laughs> yeah, we got to move on to Jameis. I did. I would have won my week if Jameis doesn't get hurt. He put up ten points. I thought I was good. He still, I still ended up losing. Um, yeah, Jameis ends up getting hurt. Uh, ACL, MCL it was a pretty serious one that didn't look bad. It was a horse collar tackle. Yeah, and he just Funny landed angle. the wrong way. I think his his ankle was stuck in the ground with his cleats. Um, I know that one hurts because that happened to me once, and <laughs> it is what it is. But um, yeah, it certainly will. Uh, what does this team look like? I, I actually. Think this is a fantasy positive if you own a uh, a you know if you if you own Kamara I think this is fantasy positive I well, do. It'd be for um, backup dump offs. Yeah, backup dump offs is going to be a big thing. I think he's going to be a, a bigger part of the uh, of the passing game. And uh, yeah, is it Trevor Simeon? Maybe he played pretty well, right? Like I didn't I didn't see anything. Granted, I didn't uh, watch all that game. He, he came in there. I mean, listen, they won at the end of the day. So yeah. Sean Payton Beat the was asked at halftime the difference in a Jameis Winston offense and a Trevor Simeon, and his response. I love his responses all the time. 
time because it's a little bit of coach talk, but there's a little bit of I can tell the confidence that he has in his players too. Yeah. He said there's definitely a drop off, but it's not as much as you think it would be. Yeah. And he went out there and they, you know, they did their offense. Yeah, it wasn't pretty. They had some three and outs where, you know, who's to say if Jameis would have made that too? Because let's not forget we're a week removed from a very, very abysmal performance in that nasty yeah. weather against Seattle, where Absolutely. I didn't like the Saints' offense altogether, regardless of who the quarterback was. Don't want to see Jameis get hurt, but I know the reputation that Sean Payton brings to the table with the New Orleans Saints, and we saw it when Drew Brees went down. You know, he was able to fall back on Taysom Hill and completely shift up the scheme and everything. All right. Sean, I respect Sean Payton enough to know that he can keep this thing going. Bavada odds of who is the starting quarterback next week? Taysom Hill or Travis? Tra- okay, well, it's not Taysom because Taysom Taysom's is hurt still really hurt, bad. but but he's coming back, right? I think Taysom I think he's is coming, coming back the, soon, and I think Taysom really will get up. the chance at it. But you want to know one that. I I, there's there's one that's really it. there's one that's really really down there, and I think if you're trying to get some money, and if you want to make it hurt, go get Bavada and go take him for what you can. It's Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers got mentioned in this. Drew Brees also, but Drew Brees said no, so Drew Brees already shot that down. But Philip Rivers said that he is open to the chance of a comeback. And how weird would it be that you know? Because that's what we saw originally was a breeze for River or for Breeze Breeze to. Uh, Philip Rivers swap. Mm-hmm. You know, Breeze was at the Chargers, got let, you know, got shipped out to the Saints. They go get Rivers at the Chargers, and then Breeze retires. And then what if Rivers comes back into the legacy that is New Orleans? Wow, that's so different. I than never about. thought about you that. Never, connection. You wow. never would see that. Like, there's no way. But a very, very far out there shot would be Philip Rivers. What I think is going to happen is Trevor Simeon. Keep it simple. Yeah, I, I, I would think that Keep would be the simple, ultimate thing. Stupid. That's what uh, works. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm still trying to figure out the Taysom Hill injury. Uh, Michael Thomas is coming back soon, too. Michael Thomas is coming back. He's supposed to be back this past week, I think. Uh, so he's been in concussion protocol. So this is not something that's going to ail him all year. I, I think I think he should be the odds-on favorite to start it says after him. expected to clear concussion for Week 9 Falcons, which okay. is this week. So, so yeah. So, I, I listen, I'll put Simeon or I'll, I'll put Taysom Hill as the odds-on favorite to get that starting job. The the offense looks very, very different, obviously, with him under center. I don't That's think worse for the, Kamara. Yeah, but it absolutely has worked for Kamara. When uh, he went down, or when Breeze went down last year, I'm pretty sure Kamara had a huge uptick, right? No, I was saying worse. Oh, that's I don't, worse? I don't like it, yeah. I don't know statistically what backs it, because you might... Uh, you might be able to find something on it, but I do not like may, maybe fantasy wise numbers. There's a chance that it works, but when it comes to overall point differential, the Saints did not look pretty in those four games. I don't think they scored more than 24 points, and that was their best outing that they did. And with Breeze, they were one of the highest scoring offenses in the league. So yeah. it's different. I don't know exactly. I don't know the week to week outlook on it. It's still yeah. Kamara. He ended up getting four targets last game. Obviously, I don't know. You know, I don't know how many of those were Samir. Yeah, I don't know how many of those were Simeon versus Winston. Had eleven the week before though, so that was just a big. I mean, he's obviously been targeted a lot more the past two games or the past two games than he was mm-hmm. this past week. So, so yeah, I don't. I don't know. It'll be interesting. I don't think it's a, a killer for him. I still think he's a star. Um, one of those things where I guess we'll just see, kind of see what happens and, and play by ear there. Uh, if you're a Kamara owner, are you selling out of panic? No, I'm not going to sell. I'm, not, I'm a Kamara owner myself, so I can tell you that I'm going to sit here. I'm going to wait and so see So you did this happens. to Winston? I did this to Winston, okay. too. Didn't I? Wow. So, okay, so every player that I ever own, if they get hurt or whatever the case may be, listen, I don't want this luck either. I don't want this. I don't want this touch. I just want to win fantasy. It's that's Is that too much to ask? Yes, way I too much I just want y'all's money. Yeah. Just give it to me. I shouldn't have to have. Let me tell you what I've built in this keeper league. Before Derek, I have Ezekiel Elliott, Alvin Kamara, Derek Henry, 
Justin Jefferson, DeAndre Hopkins, Chris Godwin, and Kyle Pitts. And I am five and three. I have the most points in the league, and I'm five four. and three. I thought you were four and three. I just won. I'm uh, five and yeah. three. I am five <laughs> and three. That is damn bad luck. I don't know what that is. That's one of the best lineups you could have. That's that is a fantasy land in a twelve man league, bro. Fantasy you're, land. You're five and three, and you had a bad week this week too. Like I did. you, you, you I, skated I, by. I, in Sterling Shepard needed eight points, and he, he got, got hurt. hurt. Well, good. Sometimes it works out. <laughs> People get hurt. People stay oh, hurt. Oh man, it, it is wild how good your team is. And by the yeah. way, this isn't just because the entire t- the entire league is ass. Uh, he traded his entire season Stop. last year to go I get him some... because injuries happened to you last year, and you had to sell. <laughs> Devontae Parker, Cortland Sutton, Saquon Barkley. Oh my God, I forgot about that. You had everybody it's bad dude. Got hurt Listen, last year. Don't get drafted by me. Yeah, yeah that's the, that's the move. Work hard. Work as hard as you. want. Want in, in your goals to be a but star in the NFL. Don't let Jacob think you're a good player. <laughs> stay, be damned if you do. Stay under the radar. That's what yeah. you got to do. All right, uh, let's move on. Uh, Von Miller gets traded. Uh, I owe some shots for this, actually. Oh, I'm I, so happy. I did not think he was going to go for that much, and I really genuinely believe he wouldn't have if it wasn't the Rams. To be fair, I'll go ahead and counter you and say... You didn't think he was going for that much. That's a lot. Yeah. Von Miller went for, he went for a future second and third. Wow. That's a lot. That's just wild to me. For team is just giving away their picks for years to come already, uh, which is fine. Well, I think, I think it's because they took Jared Goff at number one overall, and they said, holy fuck, we don't <laughs> want to do this again. Have them all. <laughs> take all of our picks forever. You can't miss it if you do it this Bro, way. The, I will say this. Their scouting department's fucking good. Like, they're starting. They hit on, they hit on Fifth and stuff. sixth yeah. round picks are starting all over that field. They do a very good field. job, especially they, defensively. The depth is better than it should be. For as many stars as they're paying, they have, like, better depth than it should be. Now, granted, I don't know what it would look like if three injuries away from, you know, over a hundred million dollars yeah, not I playing. Mean, that, that's for anyone. Yeah, though, but you know. I mean, I, yeah, it's absolutely. It's they're certainly top heavy still. But man, it's, it's Rams clear just, cut now, though, right? Yeah, the they're the best team in football, bar right? none favorite. I would say offensively, I like them the well, most. Well, okay, well, I'm not looking at it right now. But what would your Bavada odds be for the North Super Bowl right now? I, uh, plus three hundred, plus, plus two hundred, yeah. and I think that the next team is a good, considerable part away. I think we have the Rams at one, and I know this is coming a few weeks after they lost to the Cardinals, so maybe I'm reading a little bit too much in this Von Miller deal, but I do think that Von Miller has a lot of good football to be played, and I think when Von Miller can be the second guy that you're having to worry about on that defensive line, that can cause you a ton of problems. I think the Rams are a good enough football team. They are leaps and bounds ahead of anyone else up there. Maybe Buffalo. The Bucks. I really like the Bucks, top to bottom. I know they just slipped up against the Saints, but... Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, I, I I absolutely agree. First of all, I do think they're they're the best team in football. Um, it, it's it's one of those things where don't put money on the Rams. Yeah, I absolutely. Think it's a, but is it too good to be true? Well, I want to I want to go back to the trade itself, and, yeah. and I want to argue that while I still think they're the best team in football, and I do like Von Miller, I don't want to shit on him. I think this was way too much for Von Miller. I think that they guy, gave, I think they give up a lot, but I still this is like a guy Von. who's been injured. Uh, you know, has had issues, and and he has not been the guy that he was. Three years ago, four years ago. So, so I, I, I listen. I, the Broncos couldn't say no to that trade. I think if the Broncos were offered just like a fourth round pick, I think they probably say no out of respect for Vaughn. And I think this is one of those things where where they had to accept a trade that was just too much value to turn down. You have you now have five picks in the first three rounds. I mean, that's just that's there's a lot of capital there. That's worth yeah, something, of course. Um, but yeah, I'm I am surprised by this. Are you not surprised by this? I, I mean, was surprised I because the main reason I, for me was that I thought Vaughn. I know the talent that Vaughn is, but like you said, 32 years old, injured, and we just saw. I know 
know it's a different position. It's still on that same side of the ball, though. Stephon Gilmore, yeah. very much in his prime, a top-five corner in the league. Nobody wanted to touch the guy. I was shocked at that. That event, They were going to cut him until the Panthers said, whoa, 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 okay, instead of that, instead of the man having hit free agency waivers, yeah. we'll now, give you a 6 I, I will say pick. this. I, I think, you know, he had, listen, corners fall off a cliff faster. You know, yeah. corners and running backs fall off a cliff. I do think, I do wonder They'll go from maybe, relevant to irrelevant just like oh, it's that. It's so quick. A.J. Bouye was one of the top corners in the league when he was with the Jags uh, not that long ago. And, I mean, gone. I mean, Xavier he's Rhodes. Yes, Xavier he Rhodes. found a second home in, in Indianapolis for a minute. Off. But he, it's, it happens to corners. It happens to running backs and corners more than any other position. So I think that was more of like, I think the team saw something that maybe we weren't seeing as far as like, it, was there a decline in, in physical ability? It's it's a half a step. It's a quarter of a step. You lose that and you're just a different player when you're playing corner out there on the edge. Yeah. Um, Von Miller obviously still an incredibly talented player and can be more obvious. Like, even if he has lost a step, he can still be Von Miller. He still can be strong and disruptive and all these Man, things. And that's that's a trade that you don't even get to see go through on Madden because it's yeah. like, oh, that's not fair. Come on now. That's not realistic. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Their team is loaded top to bottom. It's going to be fun to watch. Ridiculous. Yeah, no, it's going to be fun to watch. I- I'm excited. I'm rooting for all those guys. None of those guys, well, Von Miller is really the only guy on that Von's team that's won a Super Bowl. 50. But, I mean, I I think all of those guys deserve one. They're all Hall of Famers if they keep their career so going the way rooting, they are. I, but I feel like the Rams have kind of built themselves as the villains, though, from doing things so differently. It's fine. They're loaded with star power. The, they do it the so villains. unconventional Listen, with I, who needs the draft process this, and we can just get stars. This channel as a whole is a draft channel. I mean, put up, we, we've gotten to where we are. A lot of the reasons Certainly for some of the draft, yeah, the off-season yeah. draft videos that we put out and stuff like that. I love the draft. I, I dive into it. And I cannot blame the Rams for saying, fuck the draft, let's uh, let's go get stars. Because as much as I love the draft and as much as I think I'm pretty okay at, at recognizing talent and all these things, there's so many other factors. There's so many things that go into it. You can't control where a player goes. You can't control you know how they develop. You can't control what's between their ears, and that's a huge part yeah. of de- the developmental process. And you know, at the end of the day, I think, I think the it Rams goes say to, "fuck it" to their culture too, and I guess Sean McVay and the team infrastructure with being able to handle all of these already established guys who, for what you could say, have egos to their names. All of these guys that they have traded for in the past, Jalen Ramsey was a big one, very outspoken player. To think that you have to appease this guy, or else you know he's going to be outspoken. Yeah. Aaron Donald, not that he was, you know, he was homegrown, drafted in town and stuff, yeah. not, not in town, but you know, from the Rams organization. And but he still is the face of the NFL right now. Uh, what back to back reigning defensive player of the year? Probably going to do it again. Who knows what Miles Garrett's got Certainly for him? Could, yeah. And these these are big big names. You add a Von Miller type, it goes to show that they they have a really well oiled machine, and they do hit late on these draft picks too. That gives them, I guess, what they can afford the risk on that because they trust themselves enough to know, hey, we can hit on a fourth, fifth, or sixth, so we don't really need this late first right now. You know? Yeah, it works. no, I, I absolutely agree. Uh, anywhere else you want to go with this? Uh, obviously, Melvin Ingram gets traded. Yeah, that was uh, that was a later one. It was it was one of those things small where it's like, move. yeah, small move. It was interesting that uh, you know Tomlin came out and said we want we want volunteers, not hostages. Uh, so there's obviously some stuff going on there. And man, uh, Tomlin just does so well handling the the locker room. We've seen that uh, 
uh, for years now. You'll be really, on that man's good side. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and obviously, there's a lot of stuff we didn't know at the time that you can just look back on and say, man, you handled Le'Veon Bell and and Antonio Brown in the same locker room. You handled, you know, you handled. Uh, obviously, he I think did, he's he different now, but Big Ben obviously had an attitude on him. A lot of things that could have maybe tanked the franchise that like he handled, and I think he just is just an admirable coach. And hey, when a guy like that says we want we want volunteers, not hostages, I respect that, and I say, hey, as good as I think Ingram is, and I certainly am kind of surprised by this move, I, I respect it. Uh, I'm trying to think. if I, I have a shout-out I want to do. Yeah, let's hear it. It's got to go to Mike White. Mike White? Mike okay. White, the quarterback of the New York oh, Jets. The guy who stepped <laughs> up out of nowhere and threw for 400-something yards. Yes, two interceptions for sure, but who the heck are you stepping up and doing that? Listen, I don't even know this guy's roots. Um, he was he was on the same team as uh, he was he played for Texas Tech. I think he was the backup for Texas Tech when uh, when Mahomes was there and moved over to USC. And then uh, I I feel like I remember when he was drafted. He was drafted in like fourth or fifth round a couple of years ago. Uh, let me. He was a four year veteran. Went to Western Kentucky. Oh, he went to Western. Okay, I could he's, be. He's a hilltopper. All right, then I'm just way off. I'm thinking of somebody else altogether. Then I, I don't remember. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't remember. He stepped up, and I don't know if you're seeing that right there, that bet slip ticket from Tropicana. Y'all can't see the screen, of course. There was a guy who put $100 something that he would lead the league in passing this week, and that paid out. Huge. Yeah, I think it's like fifty something thousand dollars. Wow! Holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> what a bet! Fifty something. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, he was. I guess he wasn't drafted. Oh, he's drafted in the fifth round uh, by the Dallas Cowboys. I guess Mike White. Okay, yeah, I, I, I was way off. I I don't know who I was thinking of, but I was way off on whoever I was talking about. Um, so is Mike White the future of the New York Jets? No, up. I wouldn't say that for sure. He's a great. He he just made himself a lot of money. Yeah, he made himself a lot of money for if he can do that again and and just the play the way he does. Obviously, had the the interceptions early, but made up for him in a you big know who way. It reminds me of I might have the name wrong, but I think I'm right. Matt Flynn of the Packers yeah. stepped up years ago now. Yeah, when Aaron Rodgers was hurt and he threw for like four, he threw for four hundred something. Yeah, and got paid got solely paid, off of that. Got paid by the Seahawks the same year that they drafted Russell Wilson. And yep. then Russell Wilson takes the starting job because he was Russell Wilson and Matt Flynn was a backup. But Matt Flynn but, in one <laughs> game made himself a paycheck. Mike oh, White, yeah. I'm sure you just made oh, yourself yeah. a paycheck. He'll be a backup. He'll, he'll bounce around the league for years after this. Even if he doesn't end up getting a starting chance or anything, maybe that's what he is. Who knows? But Props to him, though. Pro- he got that. Props, that yeah. you, to that's be able not to go, an easy situation go to toe-to-toe against the Bengals and really, that's a hard-fought win. Something that Robert Sala especially can look at a locker room and be like, hey, we're doing it for this good dub yeah absolutely hey good uh, dub. i think we'll close it out right there thank you so much for watching like subscribe all those things thank you so much to underdog podcast uh thank you so much to the listeners we really appreciate you and uh we'll be back next week seven peace <laughs>